0: Hey, my Time
1: to Level Up listeners, welcome back to the podcast. You are in for a treat because in a minute, you're going to get to listen to my conversation with my client, Terry Fisher. Terry is employed by a large financial services organization. She's really in the corporate world. And when we started working together several years ago, she came to me and said, I want to be a rock star at work, but I have two little boys at home. I just don't even know if it's possible. And as we've worked together over the past years, both one-on-one and now in one of my groups, that goal of hers has morphed into, I can be a rock star at work, but I actually want to be a rock star in all aspects of my life. That's what I really want. And she feels a lot different than she did when we started. But our ultimate goal is always for her to feel like. She has things in check and things are balanced. So buckle up and take a seat. Listen in to my conversation with Terry.
0: You're listening to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, business life coach, Andrea Libros. I help women in business commit to their own growth Personally and professionally. Each week, I'll bring you strategies to help you think clearly, gain confidence, make your time productive, turn every obstacle into an opportunity, and finally overcome the overwhelm so that you can make money and manage life. Let's create a plan so you have a profitable business, successful career, and best of all, live with unapologetic ambition. Are you ready to drop the drama and figure out the how in order to reach your goals? You're in the right place. It's time to level up. Let's do this. Hey,
1: time to level up listeners. Welcome back. Today I am thrilled to have a client of mine who has been a very long time client and still is a client. Terry Fisher with me today. And she is going to share a little bit about what she does and also her coaching journey, because it really has been a journey in the sense, is how I see it, is that she has passed through several mini phases in her life over the last few years that we've been working together. And it's kind of ironic when we look back for the reason, at the reason she originally came to me, how we've kind of come full circle. So, I'm just going to let her introduce herself and tell you, uh, as I like to say, about all of the hats that she wears that are hanging on her. I bet she has a hat rack, actually, or coat rack in her house. One of the things she's done since we've worked together is that they have renovated and (laughs) redone (laughs) some of their house. Which we've talked about too. So maybe now there's even a coat rack that hangs hats. I don't know. Is there one, Terry? <laughs> not yet. Okay. Our wall. Our wall. We're piece. still working on the walls. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So tell us what are all the hats that you wear?
2: Thanks, Andrea. Sure. Yeah. So um, I do wear a lot of hats. A lot of them are not uncommon for most women. So I'm a, a wife, a mother of three young boys, all uh, six and under. Um, I'm a daughter and a sister and my day job, I guess, when I'm, when I am uh, not attending to the little ones is the marketing leader for an organization. And then um, also friend, obviously. Yeah. Friend.
1: And we share the same birthday, just in case anyone needs to know we that. Do. We, do. we do. That's great. It's a great day. It's a glad <laughs> day. All right. So let's like go like roll the tape way back, it's way back in the day when you and I first met, I think we met, I was doing a little mini speaking gig at a networking event. Mm -hmm. And okay. So we met there and then we met again. Like we had an actual official, I don't know, I guess I'll call it consult. They probably called Mm -hmm. it discovery session way back then. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So tell me what was, what was going on then that made you actually reach out? Yeah. Well, so uh, timing wise, I had just come back to work after having
2: uh, my second child, which Anyone that has more than one knows that kind of when you get into multiples, it's a bit of a game changer. And coming back, getting back in the swing of things, I really wanted to do things different. I, many times in my life, had gotten to a point where I was just so overwhelmed at work that I got frustrated. And so my my knee-jerk reaction was, okay, I'm going to start looking for a new job, which is in retrospect, probably kind of crazy, but I just wanted a little bit more control um and 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 feeling confident at work um because some of the chaos at home you can control and some of them you can't when you have a small child and so I was I was really kind of in that mindset and I had talked with um several of my friends on you know those that seemed like they had it all in order kind of what they did and there was this recurring theme of they've been working with a coach Right. They'd been working with a coach or a mentor or someone that was helping them, right? They weren't actually, in fact, doing it all on their own. And so that was kind of a seed that had been planted. And I hadn't really done a lot of research or investigated it too much. And then one of my goals was to kind of start networking more. And so I, I met you at this networking event, and it just seemed maybe it was a sign. And so uh, we had a 30-minute discovery session, and I really... Um, I subscribed to a lot of what you're saying and the tools that you were talking about being able to provide. And you felt confident that working together, you know, I can make progress
1: on this uh, overwhelm that I was feeling at work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually uh, reading. So before I have guests in case anyone wants to know, I, I have them fill out a little questionnaire. So Terry filled this out and I'm reading one of her answers that says, I wanted to achieve work-life balance, but secretly, didn't believe it was actually possible. Is it possible? <laughs> what do you think? Like, what do I mean? Seriously, because I, I get that question all the time. Like, is this really possible? I mean, what is that really like? What, how would you answer that now? Yeah, I, I mean,
2: the reason I, I I say that is I think, it, particularly in my workplace, they they like to emphasize that, right? Like, you need to have work-life balance. But what I found was that. They weren't going to provide it, right? They endorse it and support it if you can find it. Was basically um, right. where I, I netted out, and you definitely can. You just have to, in my case, set boundaries at work and establish what's most important to you or most important for your role. You know, in the workplace, and then at home, it's a combination of. Uh, letting go of the small stuff and delegating the things that you don't have to do and finding a way to get things done, but still have enjoyment and fun and, and be curious, um, you know, with your kids. And and I, I think I had gotten into such bad habits at work and home, but I think that's why I felt like it wasn't possible. And so I had to undo those habits, but it's absolutely, it's absolutely possible. And if you believe it, you can make it happen, right? It's totally yeah.
1: in your control. It um, is. It's all in your so. thoughts, right? <laughs> so it doesn't sound like it's rocket science to me. I mean, what, what do you think gets in, what, what was getting in your way of having that balance? So you said kind of like having some habits that weren't very helpful, right? Yeah, behaviors what, that would just kind of sabotage <laughs> yeah. my, my goal, right? Whatever it may be. Right,
2: um, right whether I was intentionally doing it or just subconsciously doing it. I think, you know, a lot of that got in the way
1: initially. Right. And so tell us like, what, what was your work schedule at that point and how has it changed or what have you done differently? So I also, also want to point out to my listeners that, you know, Terry is not an entrepreneur, although I think she has an entrepreneurial spirit at heart, even though she won't dig it out. Well, that's another podcast. So she's working, she is employed by a large financial services company. So, you know, when I, here's the thing, you guys, when I work with women, it doesn't really matter whether or not they are entrepreneurial or a small business owner or not, because when it comes down to it, we all have the same issues. It's the same things that are going on that are Getting in our way of having that balance or whatever we're looking for. So, what do you like? What was going on at work that you think was not allowing you to maybe feel confident enough to create the boundaries? Or, how what's changed in that setup setting now in your own little microcosm of work?
2: Sure. So, I mean, I think initially I had this fear of saying no or setting boundaries. And before I had kids, I had the ability to work remotely. So, I worked a lot. Like, even when we were on vacation, you know, we would log in if we had an important call, or we would log in to take care of something that was urgent or whatever the case may be. So, really did not do a great job of setting boundaries, worked late. Um, so when I had my first, it was really challenging to then kind of scale back. And I would say I did just the bare minimum, like what I had to do, right, to be able to to fulfill my duties as a mother. But I wanted more than than that. And I wanted to feel okay about the decisions I was making too. And so some of that was just looking at what was really important. I think we did a whole exercise in in okay, what do you have on your plate? And some of them are tasks and some of them are projects. And what really has to be done by me? What can I give to others? And what just doesn't, is not really that important, right? Like, let's just put it on the back burner and see if it flares up because it's not possible to accomplish all these. And and I'm sure anyone that works in a larger organization feels this way too. It's just, you have more work than you have time to do it always. So the to-do list never ends. (laughs) You just have to learn to prioritize. And I think in prioritizing, I felt confident in, in the work I was getting done. And I was getting done the more meaningful work, which is what and ultimately was meaningful to my clients. And, and so that's one aspect of it. And I think the boundary setting and just sort of being unapologetic, but being fair, right, and how I'm setting yeah. boundaries and letting people know I'm not available after 530. Um, or if there's something very urgent that has to be taken care of, I can handle it at this time right? So that they know, right. And they can feel confident it's going to get done, but I don't have to feel like I have to do it right then and, and, and push everything that's going on in my life to be able to accommodate this one, you know, fire drill request or
1: whatever the case may be. Yeah. And this was really hard for you. Yeah. Like we have spent a lot of time <laughs> tackling this. It's hard. It's hard. I think, um, especially, you know, when you have that like what is other, what are other people, I'm letting other people down kind of thing or their, their weight. But then on the flip side, you're letting other people down at home in a sense, okay. not right. that a toddler can vocalize that. Well, maybe they actually they okay. can in some ways, right. But, or your, your spouse can certainly vocalize it. So <laughs> um, yeah, I think figuring out what was important and just letting the other things kind of simmer until they boiled over, that was new for you. Cause you were trying yeah. to do everything because they were all you felt like they were all boiling at some point
2: yeah, well, and I work with multitude of personalities, and so some are easier to deliver that message to than others, but you know that's the reality of my job and I have to be able to have those conversations across the board so um, that was another thing I think that that your coaching really helped with was was just addressing it in a factual manner, right not emotion based yep. and and um, I think that that actually gave me some respect. And in some ways, people felt like I was being a more strategic partner by prioritizing the things that were truly important, right, that were going to make a difference and just letting them know candidly that I can't address this, you know, somewhat meaningless task if, you know, we're going to try to get this larger project initiative off the ground.
1: All right. So how at home, what's changed at home? Like in terms of how are you handling home now? Okay. And now we're going to throw in there that when Terry came to me, she had just had her second child. Now, guess what? She's just just had had her third third child. (laughs) Right. So, okay. So how, how are you managing it at home? Okay. Mother of three little boys, two full-time working parents. Mm -hmm. What's happening? What's going on in those four walls? Well, one of the first things I think we talked about was figuring out where we can delegate.
2: And that means a lot of things, right? That's sometimes full-time or part-time help that we we pay. And sometimes it's just asking for help from family or friends. Um, And I think that's been a big thing. And and my husband and I have also gotten a lot better about having conversations, um, you know, weekly or monthly to figure out kind of what our needs are for that time period so that we're, we're getting out in front of them. And we haven't done the three kids with two full-time working parents yet, but we have a game plan.
1: They're (laughs) on their way. She's um,
2: still on maternity leave. That's that's right. That's right. But you know, it's, it's finding the resources that we need to be able to help us do what we want to do, right. To be Mm -hmm. able to work, to be able to spend time with our kids after work and to be able to put food on the table.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All of those things,
2: all of those things.
1: So I'm gonna guess since you are in a larger corporate organization, there are coaches and mentors available to you at work. And I often hear some of my prospective clients say, Well, you know what? I think I'm just gonna see how it goes and make use of what I have available at work. Okay. So what do you what do you say to that one?
2: Yeah, so I worked in so I work with professional services companies. I worked for two over the last 15 years, and both of them have provided a multitude of resources and training. But I think the big difference is it's nothing is ever ongoing um, in those, right? It's kind of like a a workshop you sit in while you're in it, you're totally subscribed, but then taking it and applying it and, and making sure that you're doing it on a monthly, weekly, a daily basis. There's no one there to hold you accountable. And I mean, candidly, you're probably there because you've been challenged to get up the energy, right? Or, or the, the motivation to do it yourself. And so a four-hour seminar is not going to cut it, you know? And they also have coaching resources that I guess conceivably I could use on a weekly basis. But I think the big thing that I've gotten from working with you, Andrea, is like, we have a relationship. You are my biggest advocate in in accomplishing my goals and um, hold me accountable, right? And, and that's important, right? Especially when maybe you've lost your confidence or you feel overwhelmed you it's so easy to just slide back into your old habits of of not getting things done or or you know letting your goals sort of lapse or whatever the case may be so i felt like it was i needed a much more intense
1: experience if you will <laughs> yeah and i okay so that's interesting because those intense experiences that are often Um, were probably offered to you like the four, the four hour, whatever you just said, like you would, you could say that that's intense. It's a four hour thing, but what's intense. I think about an ongoing relationship, at least I've found this with my coach is that they know you, right. And they, you you don't have to start to reinvent the wheel every time you speak, first of all. And then second, like they're best invested in you in helping you accomplish your goals, not necessarily the organization's goals, right? And right. and it, yes. there's some alignment, obviously, hopefully, between the organization and yourself. But <laughs> hey, like if you're putting in the effort and, and the resources to to seek help, you want to get out of it what you want to get out of it, right? Right? Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yes, it's it's <laughs> it's different. Also, I found sometimes I don't know you and I never really talked about this, but sometimes people are scared, like, well, what's going to get back to my boss? Or if I use this coach at work. What's going to happen there? And that's a tricky relationship for that coach, actually, too. So, anyway, that might be that was just want to bring that up because I I hear this often and I think you're a good person to sort of speak to it. Okay. So, ironically, you wanted to be a rock star at work when you came to me, which is so funny, which because you already were a rock star. But you kind of shared with me that as we've been working together, coaching has opened your mind up to what is possible. Right? Like, what's right. possible in all sorts of realms? So, what do you think it's about now? Is it about being a rock star at work?
2: <laughs> uh, not so much. I, I think no. that, you know, overcoming that overwhelm uh, at work it, to me initially translated to like being a rock star. But I, I think after we worked through a lot of this, I realized that my job was not entirely fulfilling because it wasn't challenging me. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't doing as much of the things that I liked doing. And I was doing more of the things that I was proficient at, but I wasn't passionate about. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it is opened up my mind to what do I want to do? What do I want that to look like? Um, is that something that um, I can accomplish at my organization? And then how does that, you know, still play in with everything that I want at home? So it has been a little bit of an evolution. I just remember we re- wrote that as the goal and like the first <laughs> meeting and it's, it's kind of
1: evolved a lot. It's evolved. Um,
2: but it's good. It, it, yeah, it's
1: evolved. <laughs> it's like, why can't we be a rock star at work and at home, right? right. And I think that yeah. rock star thing, you guys spend a lot of time figuring out what you really love doing at work and, and getting more of that and speaking up and saying, hey, I want to do this versus just letting what comes to you be the priority, but you kind of creating your own priorities that, of things that become more fulfilling yeah. in a way, Yeah, right? no, that's right, that's right. I, um, again, everyone's organization is
2: a little bit different. Ours being so large, I think that if you want something, and I've, I've joked with, I do have a mentor at work too, but I've joked with with her that um, if you want to make something happen, you kind of have to do it yourself. You need to be very vocal. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I think through many of our conversations, it led me to speaking up to be on a special task force that, um, for our marketing department, which I've enjoyed a lot. Um, and it's given me a lot of insight, too, into the direction of the organization and that type of thing, which is helpful in kind of figuring out what's next for me, right, and, and where the organization is going. So, uh, so that's been great and getting plugged into that because I raised my hand and bugged a few
1: people. <laughs> yeah, raised your hand. You did raise your hand and bugged a few people, which is good and i think it were mm-hmm. at home rather you have also raised your hand in a way and said hey i i don't know to, i, I don't know how i say this like you figured out what you want to do at home and what you want to delegate kind of goes back to that delegating thing right yeah. what, and what seems most important which is really hard for all of us to do no matter how old your kids are or what your situation is because you feel like you just have to do it because it's just to keep the ship afloat But maybe you don't have to do it. Maybe the ship won't sink, A, if it doesn't get done, or B, if someone else does it, it's gonna be just as good as you doing it. So so to wrap up, tell me what's one of your favorite things that I say that kind of sticks in your head? What what's your favorite (laughs) saying? What are you adding to my list?
2: Yeah, well, there's a few, and I know you you tell them all, tell me all of them. Tell me. So I have really subscribed to lately uh, just moving forward with unapolog- unapologetic ambition, right? Just, I don't know why, but when I say that it just kind of resonates like, yeah, I don't have to be apologetic about what I'm looking to accomplish, um, particularly for me, because I I was an overly apologetic person before, so yeah. um, embracing that mantra. And then I think early on. And I still have to remind myself of this. And I actually have, have coached some of my, um, my more junior colleagues is just like, honor your schedule, right? If, and it's hard when you have a lot of competing priorities and a lot of people telling you what's important, right? But if you have laid out a schedule that you feel like is going to get you where you need to for work or for home or whatever the case may be, then honor it, right? Um, right. and I think that that was something I struggled with at first, but I think it's been it's been huge. And then the other thing that I I kind of consistently apply is the uh adding, and that's okay <laughs> to the end particularly <laughs> over the last 10 weeks with the newborn. <laughs> it's like yes. we um we were up every two hours and I slept in until nine o'clock. And that's okay. <laughs> it
1: is. It is. We're just going to start the day from here because that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Yes. And that's okay. I love that. Oh. So that unapologetic ambition, when you have to, you have to kind of think about it for 20 seconds or two seconds, like, okay, unapologetic ambition. Yeah. Like that, that's what I want. Right. That's what you that's want. Right. That's right. 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 You know, it just of to thinking, but, and I think it's okay to want to feel unapologetically ambitious. Right. right. I mean, it's totally mm-hmm. fine totally fine. All right. With that, it has been so fun to have you as a client and as a podcast interviewee. And um, you're on the other side of the table. Usually Terry's asking people to cheese the person asking the questions. <laughs> That's right. Someone else is in kind of a hot seat. It feels a little different, doesn't it? It does. Now I have a little bit more sympathy
2: for my, my clients when I tell them it's fine. This is really not that big of a deal. And now again, huh. why they might have a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> recording a podcast
1: is no big deal.
2: And that's right. That's right. We
1: can always edit. Don't worry about it. We can always edit. We can always. <laughs> Stephanie, if you're listening to this and you need, you're editing, we can always edit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's the podcast producer. All right. Well, go forth for the rest of your day. I'm sure someone needs you in your house In all times. All right, it's been um, a pleasure to talk to Terry, and if you are listening and you are in a situation like she's in as a working mom with young kids, we all or as women, we all feel the same, and it is OK to get yourself the support you need to just be a better you. And I always picture it like you're a little baby bird and you're in a nest. And that nest is supporting you. And so why not create your own nest as a human? So what do you think about that? Living with unapologetic ambition. Are you living with unapologetic ambition right now? Or are you letting the expectations of others and maybe unrealistic expectations of yourself get in the way and create some guilt? Hmm. If that is you, I would invite you to... Schedule a call with me. Let's chat to figure out if I can help you, just like I've helped Terry, really live that phrase to its fullest, live with unapologetic ambition. All right, my friends, see you next week.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money, and manage life, Head to AndreaLibros.com, that's A-N-D-R-E-A-L-I-E-B-R-O-S-S.com to find out about the ways we can work together. Until next time, go level up.